0: everything in the future is thick, a snuffbox that tells time, and the emperor's new pants because he shit himself. All this and more on the next episode of Galactic History 101. Okay. Dive in. Let me let me let me get this opening going. All right. Hello everyone. Welcome to Galactic eh, that Okay, let's start over. <laughs> start over once again. Very quick. Very quick. We're just going to do it right this time. Welcome to Galactic History 101, where this week, we're looking at the next part chronicled in the anime Legends of the Galactic Heroes, the episodes The Klopstock Incident and Jessica's War, numbers 9 and 10. Uh, I am your uh, person who takes too many notes and reads them out loud to everyone, Uh, uh, and also I guess I'll go with a Blue Bomber title today, because I've been playing a lot of Mega Man games, Mick. Mick. So, yeah. And then we'll go Kevin, Alan, Molly, Matt. All right.
1: (laughs) And I am Kevin, and call me the Crypt Keeper. Currently, I'm reading some Junji Ito manga and loving it. Nice.
2: Uh,
3: Hi, Alan, and I'm going to go, I'm going to riff on your Mega Man and call myself Boob Like Zero.
0: Mmm. Okay.
3: I can see some confusion in your face, Matt.
0: <laughs> Most of your references are <laughs> lost on me. I'm a boomer. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's okay. I'm also an old.
0: Oh, you're just talking about Zero. Oh, okay. It, yeah, right. okay. Yeah.
2: That flowing blonde hair, though. That seems awfully familiar.
4: <laughs>
0: True. <laughs> Reinhardt. Von Zerogram, <laughs> and Molly.
4: Okay,
2: I'm Molly, and today I'm going to go with, um, I'm still coming to terms with the fact that Vashiki Yugi actually is an isekai. Who'da thunk? <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, all right.
3: Uh, Matt, I didn't know that we were going with nicknames this week, uh... I'm the guy that posts images in Discord, and none of our listeners, meaning one of Molly's friends, I think,
0: um, knows what I'm talking about half the time. That's me. See, even even one listener makes me feel quite bad, though, because I have not edited shit for quite a while.
2: If it makes you feel better, she only listened to the first episode.
0: Okay, 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 so two has been finished, and... We have zero on two so far. Okay, yeah. One of my friends listened to the first one. I think he said he was going to. I have not checked back in, <laughs> so maybe not. Um, well, now we're on what is this six? Yeah, this is six. So look at us. We're almost at double digits. You know, we're over halfway to double digits. <laughs> That's
4: ambitious. So
3: we crossed five. We're almost at double digits.
0: Yeah,
1: we're almost there if you round up we're there now i mean true hey we're uh, double digits uh, when it comes to episode numbers we've had episode 10 that's true that's true yeah yeah
0: but uh uh anyway together together we form the sad boy yang gang much like voltron or uh the power rangers uh any any of your uh, mechs that are made up of smaller mechs uh, of your choosing. Uh, we're like that. Exactly like that. I am the
1: left eyebrow.
0: <laughs> Each week we become less and less.
4: <laughs>
0: I am the nostril hairs. <laughs>
2: Or just like some abstract Picasso painting version of Ultron. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like I said some other shit before, but uh, two episodes we watched were Cloud Incident and Jessica's War, as, we, uh, as I already mentioned. Uh, again, this follows the the trend we've been having of one episode empire one episode uh uh fpa free Plants alliance so yeah our first one is a look into shitty noble land is it's fun stuff it's fun stuff um i guess to get started here uh unless anyone has anything else to say before i dive in maybe i'll yeah, okay. All right, cool. Nothing else to say. Um so we kind of get like a brief history of uh the current Kaiser's rise to power. Uh very long info dump by the narrator here, probably about a minute. This this probably isn't the longest he's talked to us thus far, but it was pretty it was up there. I was like, "Okay, all right, I like info dumps." I think the history of the of space was a little longer from I think two episodes ago. Uh something like that. But this was still pretty good. Um, so we find out that Frederick IV is the 36th Kaiser. Uh, and he's turning 64 this year. So um, on the lower end of shitty old person, you know, um, he's he's probably if I had to judge him based purely on his age, he probably doesn't know much about technology and but but he still you know he still has some care for the people you know he he hasn't gone full on me only me um so he's been the kaiser for 34 years uh which is uh quite a while it seems um although i guess not as long as it could be uh you know that would have made him what 30 he would have been 30 when he became the the kaiser so yeah, the there's a lot of like editorial stuff here. They the narrator's like, he's not a wise ruler, and he's not a tyrant either. He's the mediocre gray Kaiser. <laughs> just like damn, just yeah. mediocre is in his title. That's rough yeah. stuff. He's fine. Uh, yeah, it's like a civ civilization titles when you have a <laughs> shitty a shitty monarch for a little bit.
3: Is that what your translation said?
0: Oh yeah, mine's a Mediocre, mediocre Grey oh. Kaiser. What was yours?
3: Kaiser of the Ashes.
0: Oh, yeah. whoa. Yeah. I yeah. like that. <laughs> See, that's badass. That's yeah. like,
4: damn.
0: <laughs> okay, Kaiser of the Ashes. That that puts a very different spin on it. Yeah. Um, before he became the Kaiser, he engaged in debauchery of all sorts, is what, uh, how mine described him. And we get like uh, uh, just a picture of him with like 20 women in a room and they're all partying and drinking it's like oh okay i see what you're saying um there we get that he was on the verge of being disowned but uh he also had two brothers named richard and clements richard being his older brother clements being his younger brother uh they all competed on the throne we get a lot of like historical drama which i which was fun um the uh in in RC452 uh Richard was sentenced for plotting the murder of their father who's named Ottofried Ottofried the 5th yes there's five, there's four other dudes named Ottofried <laughs> somewhere in in the past year that's all right um but you know, even though Richard was sentenced, turns out that uh, oh, that was just plotting shit, and Clements was really the one uh, who falsely accused him. So then Clements tries to escape, but uh, dies in an accident on the way. Uh, <laughs> Very poochy. <laughs> yeah, they they didn't uh, they didn't say that it wasn't an accident, which you'd think the narrator would. <laughs> But the implication here is that it was definitely not an accident, and this dude was also murdered for being a fuck-up. Um, so then we get, like, a shot of Odofried on his deathbed, and he's giving uh, giving Frederick a, a I, I guess, pardon, question mark? Not really pardon. He's just saying, yeah, you're emperor now, bye. But... <laughs> Uh, Only on the deathbed, because the other two sons are gone. Um, But then the narrator also tells us Frederick didn't give a fuck about politics, so Frederick or so so Lichtenlade is actually Lichtenlade, whatever Lichtenlade is actually the uh, the power behind the throne here. So kind of a brief like, oh, here's where power lies, right in the upper echelon currently, and how we got there. Uh, Kevin, did you have anything else you wanted to mention? Not really,
1: here? just Frederick clearly had no ambition, no desire to become <laughs> the Kaiser, and he was just like, oh, I, I guess it's you.
0: Yeah, he's, he's third in the line, he just wants to uh, party, yeah. and fuck, you yeah. know, that's kind of, it puts a spin on uh, his harem mm-hmm. creationing that he's been doing, apparently. Based on, uh, 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 Loan Graham's sister. Yeah.
1: Uh, and and why he's so miserable all the time? He's like, I <laughs> oh, Thirty years of with this nonsense. I don't want to go to this party.
0: Yeah, yeah. The first scene here with like, oh hey, uh, you've been requested to go to this party, and he's just like, fucking, are you serious? Like. Ugh, my <laughs> shitty son-in-laws just want me to have this want me to be at their parties it's actually pretty funny because he it sounds like he likes brunch. Brunchwag. brunschweig 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 okay Brunchwag. got it i'm there brunschweig uh sounds like he likes brunchwag, but he does not like the, his other son-in-law, <laughs> Lichtenloch, is like, hey, you know, your other son-in-law kind of wanted you to do some stuff too, and he's like, well, you know, it's my granddaughter's birthday, and I really just gotta go see her. You know, Braunschweig really Braun-Schweig really knows what he's doing, you know? Like, he's, he's the good son. The good son. Littenheim is the other son-in-law's name, apparently. Uh... But yeah, again, Lichtenlad's like, you you don't really talk to him much, do you? Huh? Do you like him? <laughs> and the answer is no, very obviously no. Um. But yeah, so Lichtenlad's like, okay, fine, we'll go, we'll go tonight, and he backs off, and then we kind of see we we cut to uh, Braunschweig's house, where uh, there's a fucking enormous painting i mean it's two stories tall or something like that it's very large just enormous and it's a painting of kaiser rudolph every painting we see in this episode i think is a painting of kaiser rudolph i think i don't know if Bronswig is a particular collector of kaiser rudolph paintings or if there's no art allowed in this state other than kaiser rudolph paintings (laughs) I feel like one of those two, actually there is one particular picture at the end of the episode that is not of Kaiser Rudolph, but uh, you know, maybe that is, uh, there's a reason for that. Uh, I I like this painting a lot though, actually, despite me just hating on the fact that they're all of him. Uh, I kind of get like the outside is gold. The outside of his cape is gold. The cape fully wraps around him. And there's like a single slit where you can see the inside of the cape, which, blue uh not sure if that's just shading or if it's actually blue and you know he's an imposing figure he reminds me of like a uh warhammer 40k dude for some reason um but yeah and molly you have something on painting here
2: it kind of seemed like they made him look slightly better in the painting than in real life also like he was a little more imposing he was a little less schlubby he was more upright. Like, he's he's a big dude, but he's not, like, an in-shape dude. You know what I mean? But in the painting, he's, like, very upright. He's, like, I am a general, or whatever his title is. I don't know. Like, somebody's flattering him with this painting.
0: Well, it's, the, it's a painting of the first Kaiser,
2: right? Uh, it sure is. I was reading my notes from back when I thought it was him, because all of the men look the same. I was like, brown hair? This guy has brown
4: hair. Wow.
2: No, but you're you right, creepy? you're right. That was a major plot point. My bad.
0: No, it's, it's all good. Yeah. Um... I agree with you that all of these men look the same because
3: <laughs> uh, I would like to uh, just, point, just put in here. Uh, this is exactly how I identify all the different white people. I know is all right. Who's got the, who's got the different hair.
1: Who's got the different glasses. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh-huh.
3: You're wearing yeah. different clothes today. Uh Oh,
1: yeah, no, I'm, yeah. I'm out. I'm <laughs> out. You shaved your face. Oh no. Mm. Yeah.
0: That would be bad. I don't want to do that. Um, yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the it is of the original Kaiser, um, and they are specifically making him look imposing. I'm sure, though, that Bronsweig has a picture of himself looking way more imposing <laughs> yeah. than he is in real life. Uh, because, again, uh, all of these fucking paintings look the exact fucking same. Uh, this one just happens to be two stories tall. So, uh, Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Uh, So anyway, it gets unveiled. Braunswig's like, oh, wow, this, oh, oh, ooh, nice, nice painting you got. And you, we get an intro to Klopstock, uh, Marquis Klopstock here, who uh, has apparent is handing over his family treasure of this big-ass painting, which I'm sure is more than priceless, but also all of these nobles are super rich, and they all have more than priceless shit in their houses. Um, but Bronsweig asks why Klopstock is giving him this, and Klopstock's like, well, I just, you know, just put in a good word to the Kaiser for me, you know? And we kind of get a brief little... Uh, another callback to that intro history we got. Uh, apparently, Klopstock sided with Clemens during the war for secession presumably um clements being the uh younger brother who framed his older brother and then died in an accident on the way out of the country um and apparently this means that klopstock gets uh exiled for 30 years because uh get fucked don't side with the wrong person when you're in a noble-heavy uh, universe, <laughs> which yeah, you know can see it, can see it. Klopstock's like, oh, that's water under the bridge. Just let me back, let me back. My my children need to be, need to be in in nobility. And so we kind of get a, uh, we get a cut here away from that, uh, without knowing what, Bronswag says, and Bronswag and then Baron, F-Fleg- Flagle. God, that is a name fitting of this little fuck. <laughs> yes. This is this, I believe, is the shitty Baron from the movie who was talking to the Mark or the Marshal uh, during the film, uh, and he sucks. He just has the worst face, the worst hair. Everything about him is garbage. Um, you know, he has a weak jawline. It's, just, it's all bad. It's all bad. He doesn't really have a weak jawline. That was just
1: nonsense i just
0: uh anyway he
1: sucks <laughs> he just looks like the spoiled son like mm-hmm. shitty, stuck up noble mm-hmm, mm-hmm. honestly yeah. the
2: most punchable face in the entire show so far
0: yes yes, yes yeah. agreed he is a very punchable face you would punch the shit out of this dude's face just on accident you'd be like what what's that Ugh. you know it's he sucks uh he sucks a lot but anyway he's like He's talking to Braunschweig and and the the Baron here is like, uh, I thought that it was you who drove Klopstock from society, not the Kaiser. And Braunschweig's like, yeah, fucking duh. Who do you think I am? <laughs> of course I drove him from society. Fuck Klopstock. He sucks. Um, uh, why do you think that Klopstock came to me with this painting instead of the Kaiser? It's because I'm the one who get shit done around here. All right. I'm the good son-in-law. Fuck everybody else. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, uh, they're kind of looking out the window at Klopstock leaving. We see Klopsock get into his, his car and he, uh, one, these cars are crazy. Uh, uh, I think we all have a lot about these cars, uh, but uh, I'll give it to Kevin first here to to <laughs> so dive in. I'm,
1: so I'm looking at them, and so they're like cars, but the driver section is like a convertible. So I'm like, is this supposed to be like a modern, a futuristic like horse and buggy, where the driver has to sit on the outside <laughs> instead of like riding horses? He's just driving the car, like. Is that what they're going for? And that's what I saw out of it. I didn't even notice
0: that. I think that fits with with some of the cars we've seen before as well. Like the car that uh, Reinhardt and uh, Ice were driving to see Anna Rosen a couple episodes mm-hmm. ago. Had a very similar vibe of horse and buggy, but convertible. <laughs> it's <kind> of, like... <laughs> I think there's a lot here. Well, I don't know if this car in particular has it, but some of the later cars just are an insane design. Mm-hmm. And Alan, uh, what did you have on these?
3: So if you look at the car, they don't even have—at least the Imperial ones—they don't even have uh, mirrors. Like, there's no rear. Like, it's a limo, so you can't have a rear view mirror. And there's no side mirrors either. There's no passenger or driver side mirror. So it's literally just, hey, get out, get out of my way or die.
0: And, you know, thinking of the other episode here, episode 10, you see some of the autonomous cars on the FPA side. I would assume that these could totally be autonomous, but they aren't just because of, you know, the Empire basically still having servants. And, um, yeah, because there's a lot. There's a lot of that in this episode, too. Um... (laughs) Um, honestly won't anyone think of the poor help yeah so so we'll probably go more into some comparison here in the next episode between these cars (laughs) because listen the 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 aesthetic and Uh, engineering design of these two states in this galaxy are extremely interesting to compare and contrast for me in particular um and i think a lot of other people as well especially the five of us combined into our aesthetic voltron um but yeah so uh So, anything else on these cars before we get to more cars in, like, two scenes?
3: Yeah, because I don't remember if it's going to show up in the next one. Uh, The blinker on this thing, or what might be the blinker, I don't actually know if it's, a—if you know, if empires need blinkers. (laughs) But, like, if you notice, it's, like, headlight, blinker, blinker, headlight. And it's like,
0: Whoa! Oh, I didn't my. notice that. That's so like, fucking weird.
3: Like, what are they gonna like alternate one and then the other? I mean, I'm not gonna lie, that would actually be kind of
0: cool. But so, like, so you're saying, are you saying there's two sets of what you just said, or that's like so across it's, the whole thing?
3: So, so right side, right on the right side where the nor- headlight normally is. It's headlight equal sign headlight. I'm and, guessing. One and of, then, I'm then guessing. the
0: left side has the same thing, or that's yeah. from, okay, okay. Right. So there's and, like a total of eight lights on the front of the car.
3: Yeah, like, and that's, you know, not counting, like, if there's any running lights or anything like that.
0: Wow. Uh, that's wild. Like,
3: why would you design <laughs> it like that? Like, I spend a lot of time in and around
1: cars, <laughs> and uh, I have no idea who would do this. we're we're nobles we don't need mirrors or lights to just get out of our way (laughs) that
0: i mean that car is also as wide as a fucking boat here too (laughs) i feel like that might be just a bad perspective shot though because that and if
3: you look at the looking at the person it's maybe a little bit wider than my car
0: yeah i mean it looks like a 70s style car boat right like like thinking of like 70s impalas you know just just they're fucking boats on wheels. Um anyway, uh yes, it and again the the feel of there's a front windshield which goes to convertible where the guy's sitting, and then there's a windshield to enclose the back of the car is is a fucking vibe here. You know, like that that is a vibe that I'm not sure how to describe even like this is okay, alright. <laughs> But yes, so the, it, it is indeed a thick a, a thick car, as Matt notes in the chat here. Uh, it doesn't even have plates. There are no yeah. why would you need plates? Nobody hey, got that are above the law, sir. Really? Or...
4: Oh, it is like the peasant gonna call a
2: cop on you and you run over one of their children. I don't think so. <laughs> uh,
3: that's true. Yeah. But like, it's the, it, it's got the space for the plates. Like, why? <laughs> it's it.
0: I mean, the non nobles have to have plates, right? Mm-hmm. But the nobles, they don't. Yeah, but non nobles don't
3: get to drive the the double wives.
0: Also, apparently, this is still a gas engine. Just based on the front, there's an intake for air to cool it, as opposed to like a Teslas don't have that shit anymore because they're all electric. Um. So still gas baby <laughs> a thousand years in the future or whatever the fuck it is <laughs> um yeah so although you know that does <laughs> oh my god I'm ridiculous that does bring up an interesting point does this use the same fuel as the uh, as the spaceships right because presumably they get a ton more fuel a ton better fuel efficiency. Although, you know, I guess we haven't gotten into, like, any science around the way those spaceships work, either. And we probably won't. So, (laughs) never mind. We'll just say they're gas cars, and because it's the Empire, uh, they continue to burn fossil fuels as fuck it. So, uh, yeah. So, anyway, Klopstock gets back in the car. His servant dude's there. And servant's like, so how did it go? And Klopstock... Suddenly gains this haughty attitude that he did not have when he was begging, uh, to Bronswag to get back in into the good graces of the nobles, and he is like, uh, I think they bought it. Fuck them! I'm gonna get these bastards, uh, or specifically let the bastard make a laughing stock of me while he can because tonight. Dot. 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 And then he laughs ominously. He's he like very, very hard vibe change here. Um, so then we kind of get a, <laughs> a quick little temper tantrum here from Reinhardt because <laughs> he doesn't want to go to this party. He's got his fucking pink ass couches again. These couches are still dope. Uh, this is uh, the same couches that I think were in the... Uh, the bit where he was courting uh Overstein uh in a previous episode but yeah so he is talking to Kirigayashi and Ice is like we got to go the the highest nobility in the empire is, is also going it would be untoward for you to to not (laughs) show up Uh, um, as Matt again notes in the chat here this this car is thick much like the airplanes from the Free Planets Alliance are thick which they are extremely fucking thick I would argue those airplanes are significantly thicker than this car those things are insane um anyway anyway so uh Kirki Ice is like, come on, Reinhard. I know you don't wanna go, but you gotta go, okay? And Reinhardt's like, no, Kirky Ice, Dad, I hate Braunschweig. I don't wanna go to Braunschweig's party. He sucks. And Kirky Ice is like, my guy. My guy. And Reinhardt's like, okay, fucking, whatever. Kaiser's going to. I guess I gotta show my face. So then, uh, very quick scene there, uh, we, we go back to Braunschweig's house from the front, uh, we see a bunch of cars drive up, first we get Klopstock's car driving up and we get some ominous notes about 7pm from the servant who's like, it's set for 7pm, and then hands him a new cane, which amusingly, he still has, he has his old cane in his hand, which like, I don't know why he would have needed it because he doesn't need it later. And the only people who would have seen him are the people who were at his house as he walked to his car. But yes. Oh yes. I forgot about that. You're right. Backing up. Uh, Reinhardt acts like Kiyuki Ice is coming as his date. Very much so. He invites he invites Eyes who, which I also didn't mention, Jesus, I'm fucking up today. Kiriki Ice's outfit here is is <laughs> wild. Just not military garb at all. Reinhardt's still always in his martial outfit for some reason. But Kiriki Ice here, he's got a fucking three-layer suit here, something like that. A vest, a puffy shirt, and an ascot on. Yeah. A purple ascot. <laughs> the vest is black Island. and the, the puffy shirt is white. With with like a big big ass collar. That is a large <laughs> collar. Um he's he's styling over here. I mean that that's gotta be some sort of imperial style. He's not just wearing normal ass clothes. So Kirki Eyes like be. Yeah, true. This could be normal clothes. Mm-hmm.
3: Um Let us never forget that the uh the gangstars all dress like just regular Italians.
0: Okay. True. True
3: and togas
0: um, are still a thing so togas are yeah. still a thing this, this is like somewhere in between though right <laughs> maybe it's like all styles are in popular at the same time and you know you if your style isn't like popular on a certain planet you say like oh yeah well I'm from this planet it's more refined <laughs> there <laughs> some shit like that who knows um but anyway Ice is very happy to be Reinhardt's date to this um so back to the party, uh, Klopstock gets his new cane, gets mm-hmm. out of the car, and then uh, before anything else happens there, we see uh, Kiriki ice and yeah, well, anyway, back to a different planet in space. Uh, what what is this planet Odin? Back to Odin back to Odin here. Sorry. Back to burping from this beer. out the beer while I was um, Reinhardt and Kirikiais drive up um, right after Klopside gets out of his car, and you see a little bit of the inside of their car, which again, fucking wild shit with these cars. <laughs> I, I like this car looks like it is a fucking room in a house inside of the car, like. Sure, sure, sure perspective is totally off here but i love it still it's very like doctor Whoian in terms of uh, it's bigger on the inside they get in this car and like they have fucking like lazy boy recliners as the two seats um just a ton of fucking room uh it's four four of these like lazy boy recliners basically facing each other um, the height of the ceiling insane must be significantly taller than you see it on the outside uh, they just have a ton of headroom uh, anyway yeah so Reinhard here asks guys to stay in the car which immediately is like oh Eyes like is dog. not the date <laughs> yeah roll the window down for you leave the AC running so is
3: he nagging him like, is this more of, like, a first time thing from last episode? But like,
0: Yeah,
3: you Definitely can come possible. with me as a date. Mm-hmm. He's all happy, but like,
0: stay in the car. Yeah. <laughs> you can't I mean, be apparently seen he him. had enough shit to do. We don't see what any of the shit is, he's on his laptop oh, just, the whole uh, fucking yeah. time. He's just checking he's his, his, face laptop. his His laptop is insanely beautiful. Gorgeous.
1: He's just blogging about <laughs> his li- on his live journal about the night. doesn't have a clock feature. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like a USB clock. He's, he's writing an angry rant. He's like, Reinhardt invited me to the party tonight. But then first thing he did is tell me to stay in the car. Oh, you know, sometimes I wonder if this relationship is worth it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, look at that! Like three office chairs next to
0: each other. Then yes, yes. I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, I love these chairs though. They're they're quite good. So it's like just one
3: seat wider than a Rolls Royce. Like here, let me pull up a. He has,
0: uh, I mean, dude, his fucking arms, he has so much room for his arms in the chair he's in, and there's three of those, and he's not even close to the edge of the car, right? Like, he's got so much left elbow room here. You know, I I get it, but, like, this... Also, there's a table in the (laughs)
4: car.
3: Like... Yeah, where'd that table come from? I don't think it was in the (laughs) earlier scene when they were like you stay in the car. It wasn't there. It was just it popped up on demand, dude. Like this. Like alright. It's not super far off the mark.
2: Okay, yeah. If you got rid of that middle console thing, then And put another chair
0: in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: But still, that's a nice that's a that's a deluxe fancy future. The double wide.
0: Yeah. Mm They've they've uh, perfected the double wide car. Here is <laughs> the. They've perfected double wide everything. I mean, it's
3: space. It's a thousand years in the future. They got double wide trailers and double wide. Uh, True. And double wide cars.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. Anyway. Uh, amusingly. Reinhardt is kind of just still mad about being at this dumb event. He's like, "God damn it, Kirgi guys, why I have to come?" He opens the door and there's Klopstock. Klopstock's like suddenly very anime frozen. Just go <laughs> for probably a good ten seconds. Yeah, that's probably long. probably like five seconds. And Reinhardt's like, uh, are you, sir? Are you okay? i I, I didn't mean to hit you." Uh, Ice gets out of his side of the car, looks up over the car and he's like, uh, and Klopstock kind of just keeps standing there and then walks away. No words at all from Klopstock, which uh, very interesting here. They didn't go into this, but for, I had this inkling from last time that this was because Klopstock thought Reinhard was the future and he didn't want Reinhard to be here.
2: Mm. Hmm. That was the vibe I got, too, even though mm-hmm. it, they don't talk about it
4: ever.
0: No, they don't yeah. say it at all. And I could have sworn that they said it from last time I watched this because uh, I'd seen through this episode at least. Yeah. But there's no mention. But it's still it's very weird how much Klopstock freezes up here because he does not give a fuck about anybody else at this party.
2: <laughs> Maybe the, the door opening could have blown his cane up
0: yeah. or something. Oh, yeah, that could be it, too. Yeah.
2: Or he just didn't want to be seen by anybody. He was going to kind of sneak in. But I right. got I got the vibe that he didn't want Reinhardt to be a casualty in this.
0: Yeah. Right.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But yeah, so... Um, yeah, so Kiyuki is standing outside the car for a second and kind of shrugs like, well, I don't know what the fuck that was. And Reinhard's like, well, whatever. But then we get a noble lady laugh the
4: <laughs>
0: um and uh, Baroness uh, West West Westphal. <laughs> I'm gonna
2: say Westphal. Was like Magdalena <laughs> yeah. or something?
1: Magdalena yes. von
0: Westphal.
2: She yeah. showed up for like two seconds in one of the early early I think episodes. The first I think. episode, wasn't
0: it? Yeah. Yeah. She was. She was at the end of episode two yeah. because she talked to Anna Rose and said uh oh isn't it so lucky that your brother destroyed those (laughs) shitty rebels and yeah that was her one thing so far and she was drinking then uh as well um like a bloody red martini or something
2: and she was inquiring about that hottie with the red hair and the big blue
0: Mm -hmm. eyes that hung out Mm -hmm. with her brother why mm-hmm. didn't you have me? And up, now, <laughs> and now we now we get the the payoff of that as uh, the extremely <laughs> horny baroness here uh, is like so, Kirky I see that you're here. What you doing, bud? Why didn't you come to my last party? And Kirky Eyes like, uh, 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 I, I had, I had duty. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's duty. I had duty, and, and. Uh, Reinhardt's like, yeah, that's right. I gave him duty. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I've, kept I've kept him quite, quite busy. <laughs> 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 that's, that's real good. Sure,
3: yeah. <laughs> when he's not trying to slow it up with uh, Paul. Right. Do Paul,
0: you know what? Yeah. Paulie. Paul, let's go Paulie. Paulie Overstein. <laughs> Polly Oberstein here and I'm ready to lead your Black Ops division and murder as many people as I can. <laughs> um, anyway, so so the Baroness invites both of them to her birthday party and Reinhardt seeing a chance to get back at Kirikiai's here for making him come to this stupid party is like, Oh yeah. We'll be there. Don't you worry, Baroness. <laughs> Poor Kierki eyes just abused here on both sides.
1: Pulling out his sad gang eyes, just oh.
2: so <laughs> long suffering. Yes. Just he's just like, oh no, the sexual harassment continues.
0: <laughs> <laughs> on both sides. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Reinhard does ask her about the old man, who's Klopsock, that just came through, and the Baroness is like, well, I don't know why the fuck he's here. He fell out of society 30 years ago, which implies that she's old enough to remember that. Um, but maybe not. Maybe she just knows. If you grow up in nobility, I guess you have to like take the noble the noble lineage Mm-mm. test.
2: Yeah. She seems very politically savvy in this episode. Yeah.
0: yeah. I'm actually a big fan of her in this episode. Yeah, she's good in this one. I, I like, one, she, uh, you know, makes eyes feel uncomfortable, and two, uh, she knows what the fuck's going on. But yeah, so then we kind of get, like, classical ball music, begin playing, and... Well actually, Molly, did you want to say anything else here about Old Boy Ice and Uh-oh. and the Baroness or
2: I mean, his heart clearly belongs to another, possibly two others. Mm-hmm. So he just he Ooh. can't return Ooh. her advances and I don't know if she even really likes him. I think she just likes making him feel uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, I can see that vibe because she doesn't like ask about him again after this. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, it's not like she can actually date him. He's like a commoner, right?
0: I was unsure. No. I thought he was like low-ranked nobility. Yeah. Oh, um, I well, oh,
2: I thought he was a high-ranked commoner like a merchant or something who mm. happened to be living next to a super low-ranked nobility. But maybe that's not the case. I assume that's why he wasn't actually invited to the party.
0: So they definitely go to the same school, or they went to the same school, right? Right, right. So I, I feel like there's some implication that they're both nobility there, but it could be that the high rank commoners do merge with the low-ranked nobility at that point.
2: Because they were kind of, like, disgrace. They were in disgrace, yeah. and they were, like, basically the equivalent of uh, Klop and Hop, Klopstock. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and it definitely seemed like his dad was, like, fuck the nobility when... Uh, Ice asked about their new neighbors. That's mm-hmm. so why, like, um, uh,
2: yeah, Kierke Ice is like our proletariat hero. He's just a, <laughs> oh yeah,
3: he is just a regular
0: dude. Yeah, regular dude Kierke Ice. Although he's a vice admiral now, so True. like, True. I think he could do whatever the fuck in the same way that like Reinhard got boosted by his sister's existence mm-hmm. too, right? Mm-hmm. Presumably.
2: All right, I'll bump him up to petite bourgeoisie.
0: Petite (laughs) bourgeoisie.
2: Petite bourgeoisie, yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: Um, But yes, I mean, definitely, I think the Baroness views him as nothing more than a plaything that she wants to play around with. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, But anyway, so we get the beginning of the party here, or not the beginning, but our first glimpse at the actual party. We've got ball music playing. There's a big-ass, big-ass... Uh, room uh, which is the same room that we saw earlier when the sorry i keep glancing at the notes and just seeing what y'all said about the
4: laptop
0: (laughs) so we get the big ass inside of of this ballroom and then just for like five seconds, then we cut back to, to eyes who has a suddenly existing table in the middle of the car that he put his ornate-ass metal laptop on, which engraved fucking crazy shit here. It's like a uh, a shitty special edition console, but it's a laptop. Um, and he's also got a little pocket digital metal watch. That thing was ginormous. <laughs>
4: Mm -hmm. Right,
2: like a like a snuff box, but it's a digital clock. Yes, yes,
0: it's very strange. And you know, Mm -hmm. he's on a laptop, and yet, (laughs) I guess the laptop doesn't tell time.
3: You'd buy a separate USB adapter,
0: hook up your (laughs) your clock to your laptop. yes and this is a thick laptop like it does not it does not do the the everything in the future is skinny thing
2: everything in the future is thick
4: Mm. yes very (laughs) thick we have thick
0: cars thick laptops thick airplanes the only thing is for people (laughs) most of them yes Mm um anyway, I love his laptop. It's, it's a lot. Uh, I love his snuff box that tells time also a lot. But yeah, I mean, considering that it was the late eighties, they were probably like, oh, it's actually, it's not a laptop. It's a word processor. It's a future word processing. <laughs> All it can do is, uh, you know, take notes on basically. Um, anyway, just a tiny glimpse here, but I love the laptop. I love it. I love it so much. So we kind of get, uh back inside the party uh Reinhard, um is walking down one of the walls of this room and this is what i was alluding to earlier you see 50 paintings and they're all of uh kaiser rudolph just every fucking one of them uh yeah all with the same even coloring yeah that's like this is the same fucking painting as the as the two story one. Don't know why, but they're all there. Um, he Reinhard gets to the two story painting and starts staring at it, and then we get shitty ass Baron Flagle showing up. And Baron Flagle is just just a shit ass Uh, (laughs) i'm sorry for repeating myself but man he sucks a lot and kevin i'll let you give a description here it's great reinhardt just
1: tears into him he's like oh check out this painting he's like ah you people and you're collecting you're showing off paintings like one day you might be the one to have to give away this painting because you're terrible and the baron takes offense and reinhardt's like hey I've been barked at by so many ill-bred dogs. Every now and then, I'll take a kick at one for that dog's own good. (laughs) The Baron needs to be humbled once in a while. Oh, yeah. And the Baron's
0: like... All the time, actually. (laughs)
1: Well, well, then the Baron's like, I'm going to get you for this, Reinhardt. And Reinhardt's like, well, bring it on, but do it yourself.
0: (laughs) Yeah, very, very interesting there. There was a quote I liked in... In this exchange this is a pretty long exchange this is like a minute of the episode of just them going back and forth of like fuck you no fuck you no fuck you um uh i think this is probably like a japanese phrase here or something that got translated but it's to the people of power go the masterpieces which is the thing of like uh you fucking collectors and your you shit ass why do you have all these paintings um, and yes the the quote about uh, Klopsock's family used to be powerful too
4: <laughs> <laughs> we get a blinking dating.
0: white guy gif here that Matt just made <laughs> I don't know it's weird it's like <laughs> You, when they meet, he
3: just gives this, like... And it slows down, too, in the animation. It's like a slow-mo wink at him. A blink. Just like, he's just
4: like,
1: he uh, just can't uh, believe how, fucking. Yeah,
2: you yeah. can't believe how bad his haircut is. The <laughs> audacity of
4: this man. Like,
1: what it's is like, that hair, even? It's <laughs> like, I want to punch this guy, but I can't. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty bad.
3: I'm not gonna lie, the uh the color... That lavender does him no favors for his coat. <laughs> No, like, yeah. That's also I don't know why, but it makes me want to punch him even more. <laughs> and that's why it says someone that spends money to get things and extra money to get things in purple.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he just—he's bad guy. He's a bad guy in every way.
4: Yeah.
2: Also, not very original with his comebacks. Like, I don't know. Reinhard just stepped all over him and he's like, Well, 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 but your sister man isn't she kinda like a whore? And then Reinhardt's like, I'm sorry, I was too distracted by the bowl cut. Did you say something? Yeah. I'm say, sir.
0: I I mean, I, I do think that is a quick way to make Reinhard go a little crazy, just based on prior art here of any like anytime his sister is mentioned he gets mad because potentially anything could have happened
2: true it just it it just didn't land though it was like it was like that scene in Cyrano de Bergerac where that random noble guy tries to go up to him and step up and he's like your nose is big and then (laughs) and then Cyrano just like Destroys him in like a rap battle. I don't know.
0: Yeah. No. Totally. Totally. I I agree with you that it did not land, but I think that where it was coming from was the place of knowing that Reinhardt's sister is his weak point. Yeah. Because yeah. very much so, that is true. <laughs>
2: Definitely.
3: What I'm surprised at is that uh, is that Reinhardt didn't react more, uh, mm-hmm. more aggressively after hearing that because mm-hmm. usually you don't want to press the arrows Rose button.
0: I feel like he the look on his face was like, "Well, I know this guy sucks. Mm-hmm. I'm mad about this insult, but he but he sucks at it, so I'm just gonna stare off at him while yeah. he walks away."
2: He, I feel like he was thinking, "Better men than you have tried that that route <laughs> already," <laughs> mm-hmm. and like he he sucked that up while being angry, and like mm-hmm. this guy just doesn't even register. He he probably was mad, but he was just like, "This guy, whatever."
0: Yeah, yeah. Definitely totally makes sense, because, uh, yes, Baron Flagel is shitty. Mm-hmm. And he sucks. Um, so we kind of get... Uh, there's like a, a brief shot of Klopstock sitting on a bench under this fucking enormous <laughs> clock. Like, in the same way that the painting is two stories cl- tall, this clock is ten stories tall or something. Yeah. <laughs> He's at the base of the clock, and it is the height of a person. (laughs) Like, insanity in terms of this fucking clock. Um, But, yeah, so there's kind of just a brief shot of him. um, And then we kind of get the next shot is he's gone, and the cane is still there uh, at the base. So uh, if you hadn't caught on yet, the cane is a bomb, and he left the bomb. Which, I'm not sure why he wouldn't have made the painting a bomb. Like, when I was initially watching this, I was like, oh, okay, the painting's gonna be a bomb. Mm -hmm. But, instead, he still had to come back to deliver the cane. Anyway, just felt a little weird to me. Like, he already put something there that could have had a bomb in it. And couldn't have been moved easily.
2: (laughs) I was surprised he laid it, like against it instead of just lying it underneath the bench where it wouldn't have been very noticeable right there's just a lot of poor planning in this episode
0: uh, it was a lot of like kops does not know what the fuck he's doing here he <laughs> <laughs> will even risk coming back to
1: this party which he's clearly not invited to like <laughs> it could have been like nope get out of here
0: you can't come in the door and there goes his well, revenge plan I think his revenge plan was, I'm going to give this painting so I can get invited. And we never heard if he was actually invited, but the assumption I had was that he he was invited as, like, a pity for <laughs> giving a priceless painting over. But he still wouldn't be back in nobility. It would just be, you get to come to this one party, fucker. And that's it. Um, but, yeah, so... Uh, we, we get a glimpse of the of the cane we get a glimpse of the clock it's 6:35 uh, in the evening so uh, then we then we cut outside we see Kiriki eyes working on his laptop he's he's just a hard working boy he's got a lot of shit to work on on this laptop there's a lot of strange future laser diagrams <laughs> on the laptop and uh, <laughs> yeah, yes yes man machines uh, nanomachines mm-hmm. uh, here uh, and we see Klopstock walking by and Kierkegaard is like hmm why is this guy leaving the party and he used to have a cane hmm mm-hmm, I'm going to ponder this uh, and we we see Klopstock get into his car drive off um, and then we kind of see the cane like 20 more times mm-hmm. uh, and Reinhard also drinking a martini And there's a little martini glass. Very, uh, very interesting. I don't know how much we've seen. I think we've seen him drinking a lot, but uh, this is our first time not drinking wine in quotes, which I feel like by wine, he means not wine in most of the other shots. (laughs) But anyway, uh, so we get the time again. It's 640 uh, and then we get a commercial fade is what I call them. Uh, just fade to black come back and and uh we get our first shot of ansbach here i like ansbach he's he's legit this guy knows what's up um one of the things i feel like this show does pretty well is underlings of nobles can either be really shitty or actually legit and ansbach's a an naturally legit dude like mm-hmm. He knows what's up, but anyway, Ansbach's talking to Braun and he's like, I got some bad news. Um, You don't hear the bad news yet, but you're about to, so I don't know why they do this, like, 30 (laughs) seconds of dramatic irony all the time. Uh, Anyway, so Braun like, well, let's just, we'll go ahead and get started. We see Reinhardt again, who is standing by himself. He does not have any friends here. It makes sense why he would not want to go to this party. I wouldn't want to go to this party. This sucks. Um, uh, Westfall walks up, Baroness Westfall, and she tells uh, Reinhard that he looks bored. Um, and Reinhard's like, uh, well, I'm just enjoying this the sightseeing. But, oh, it's getting a little weird in here. And we find out that the Kaiser has developed a stomach ache on the way here. <laughs> which yes go ahead Alan ah uh, yes stomachache yeah <laughs> yes
3: oh, she, uh, she describes that as an accident and I feel like the only time you say accident and stomachache that means they shit themselves right yep <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me since uh, I mean Reinhardt basically just says oh yeah you got too he got too drunk already and you know what happens when you drink too much yeah
1: <laughs> yeah
4: hmm <laughs>
3: I mean, yeah. I wouldn't know personally, but you know, <laughs> I've heard stories. The man with a wall of booze behind him. Mm-hmm. It's very, very true. These bottles are all mostly full, though.
0: <laughs> For it's now. Not like...
3: Yeah. <laughs> really, this is the one. Oh god, not okay. like this This is the one that's like, gotten the most use out, out of me in the last year, and it's still okay. more, about
4: half full.
2: What See, that?
0: that means you just enjoy enjoy the aesthetics of liquor, not the taste of liquor.
2: You just like filming podcasts in front of your alcohol wall. Mm-hmm. Right. Basically, it's like that's your nerd one. your nerd wall.
0: <laughs> Basically, um, but yeah, so a lot of like, I feel like that's an interesting look that the Kaiser was so drunk already before seven p.m. That he shit himself in the car <laughs> on the way to the party to drink more, like huh? that's 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 definitely a vibe for this dude, and uh, make, makes a lot of things like okay, yeah, he shouldn't be the Kaiser here. He is not doing shit just because he's, he's no, the, he's
1: he's the Kaiser the now, the now. doesn't mean he has to change his lifestyle. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> he's
3: Kaiser he, of the
1: ashes for a reason. Yes. yes. Kaiser with the know, bottle.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the stain Kaiser never the comes bottle. out of those future leather seats, so you just have to burn it.
3: <laughs>
0: That's fine. A and a right. fine. The and he's the Kaiser. He probably has, like, a car for every day of the year.
3: <laughs> yeah. I would be
0: surprised. Yeah. yeah. But, but yeah, so uh, we f- we find out the news that the Kaiser had an accident. Um in quotes not a car accident but a shitting himself accident Mm -hmm. and we cut back to you guys working again and he keeps thinking about klopstock and he's like where the fuck did that old man's cane go how it's not possible to walk without a cane (laughs) if you had a cane so what's going on here we we get another we get a bunch of strange shots in this episode that are just two seconds long, of Clapstock and his retainer being like, "It's almost time, it's about to happen." Oh my god, holy shit! Who knows? This thing's about to explode. We get this like twenty times, uh, and one of those times is right now. Um, uh, I I wrote as a quote here: "Very anime power up levels," so it's like. You know, they're, we're just getting two shots of people reacting mm-hmm. to, oh, my God, his power level keeps increasing. <laughs> and then it takes the whole episode for it to increase. Um, you know, five minutes long, uh, 15 episodes style. Uh, but anyway, so we just keep getting shots of the clock here. It's now 6.50. Uh, Braunschweig announces again. I, I He announced it before, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think he announces this twice that the Kaiser's not coming and that they're uh he seems to be trying to save face here you know there's a lot of like yeah uh y- you know you just unavoidable it was an accident and I've, i'm sure this happens all the fucking time too like <laughs> braun's has got to be fucking used to this shit um but you know one second of that and then we go to kira Kiyas talking to the uh the guard at the house being like, "You've got to let me in. You've got to let me in. Something's wrong," and they're like, "What? What's wrong? What, what the fuck are you talking about?" Um, I that the guard the helmets these guards are wearing also mm-hmm. reminds me of like 70s sci fi, mm-hmm. like uh, oh god, what's the movie? The one with Soylent. Soil and green Soil and green Soil and green that's it that's the one there we go <laughs> I was I was so close I was halfway there um, um, that style of film or like the prisoner uh, that show British show whatever anyway uh, or maybe Devo the band
4: <laughs>
0: just I'm all over here but uh, these helmets are I, I kind of like them uh, very 70s era uh, so then He's like, well, can you at least summon Reinhardt, which for some reason they refuse to do? Like, I, I'm not sure I understand some of the security here, because it's like, this guy's obviously the servant of someone, and you're not going to try to summon the nobleman there. I'm sure all of these nobles have shit going on all the time.
2: Shouldn't but, have worn that ascot. Maybe we've yeah. taken him Ooh. more seriously. <laughs>
0: They were like, you're just a fop who wants to get into this party, and we're not going to let you.
3: Or his rank. He's a vice <laughs> admiral. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's Yo, thing. I outrank all you fools. Yeah. He's
4: like,
2: let me in. They're like, who are you? That doesn't matter right now. He <laughs> just said who he was. Irrelevant. He <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, of course, no one until Ansbach shows up even asked that. And as soon as they hear it, they're like, oh, oops, sorry. Just uh, just kidding. We are just kidding. Uh, we would have let you in if we knew. I like the the regal announcement here of, or I called it regal announcement, but just Vice Admiral Siegfried Kierkegaard under the direct command of Marshal Loengram. It's like, okay, alright, whoa. Okay. There we go. So then we get back to Klopstock here. They get back to Klopstock's house. Uh, he's got a uh, big old statue of Kaiser Rudolph. There's only five minutes ago. It's 6:55 now. He kneels, apologizes uh, for making a blow against the bloodline.
4: <clears throat>
0: um, the, the translation I had call, calls Friedrich a libertine, which I had to look up. I did not know that word. Uh, basically, means a, uh, <clears throat> a horny person who fucks a lot. Is the <laughs> what I wrote as the meaning. <laughs>
2: not
0: inaccurate i guess yeah
1: in our translation he said he was doing this for the sake of the golden bomb dynasty i'm like so is there someone gonna take over after you assassinate the kaiser in the family right is he just so bad you're like i can't have him
0: soiling the name anymore and we know he has hairs right like (laughs) The other son-in-law was not there. <laughs> right.
2: yeah. yeah. He's got kids. He's got grandkids and other things. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. How old is his grandkid? Enough.
0: They might have said earlier. I can't remember. But it was Elizabeth um, they was was celebrating seen... her birthday. Okay.
3: They haven't said it yet. What is the Golden Goldenbaum Dynasty? I don't remember what the... that is.
0: That is the current
3: dynasty of the Galactic Empire. Started by Rudolph the First. And
2: I don't remember at his some last point, name being I, Goldenbaum. It's not. Like that's a very Jewish last name. As someone who is also <laughs> Jewish, I'm allowed to say that. Like it's.
4: Well, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of <laughs> Jews
3: in Germany that they're basing all this off. True, true,
4: true.
2: That,
3: true. It,
2: they became the Kaiser. I
3: don't know. <laughs> it was in fact Rudolf von Goldenbaum.
4: Okay.
0: Okay. So that's why Golden Bomb Dynasty over here. All
4: right, all right.
0: But yeah, uh, so uh, Klopstock, not Kaiser Klopstock, here again says uh, that he's trying to fuck over Frederick and Bronswig because Bronswig manipulates matters of state. Um, So he's not like pure anti Golden Bomb like uh reinhardt or like overstein both of whom have expressed their hatred for nobles and uh, the dynasty but he is very anti-frederick anti-frederick's uh retinue retinue let's just say entourage
2: yeah Yeah, no no that's right retinue
0: is a real word that i use correctly i don't know
2: how to pronounce it but that is a real word okay and it is correctly used
0: thank you I am very bad at words sometimes, especially $10 ones. I don't know the meanings of, Um, but anyway, he, it definitely seems like he's like, this is too much. This guy is so shitty. We need a new uh, Kaiser. Um, Not the Kaiser system is fundamentally broken and we need to break away from nobility. Uh, So anyway, just a interesting look into the mindset here. Uh, Then we get, we get a pretty quick set of things here until things explode we see the big ass grandfather clock again which also has a ton of gold on it this is just this house is ostentatiousness and incarnate um reinhardt's like well if the kaiser's not coming fuck this i'm out Bye, Baroness. Have fun. Uh, Oh, interesting. I don't know if I had that line in particular, but I like it. Kiriki Ice is probably tired of waiting for me. (laughs) He knows what he's doing. Yeah. As Matt says here, he's got to go check on the dog. Very (laughs) poor Kiriki Ice. We see the clock again, and Ansbach is at the door uh, trying to... About to go get Reinhard for Kirkei Ice, uh, the clock ticks. It's six fifty-eight. Reinhard's about to leave, but suddenly an old lady faints, and r- right into Reinhard's arms. So he's like, "Oh shit! I gotta save this girl." He sees the empty chair at the bottom of the enormous clock, um, which has the cane leaning against it. As he walks up to it, he's like, "Get this cane out of the way," which. <laughs> It wasn't really in the way, but you know, I guess a good way to to make this thing happen. Um, he lays her on the on the bench. A servant picks up the cane and runs off with it. Um, we see the uh, the clock at six fifty nine. Um, uh, Reinhardt is like checking her forehead, and then the clock ticks to seven, and all the glass breaks in the clock, and there's a oh, an explosion. Fuck.
3: I actually really like that way of doing explosions, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Like, the more implied way as opposed to the direct way. Mm
4: -hmm.
3: Yeah. Uh, I think as Americans, we're all too 9-11 traumatized to be really okay with seeing buildings explode again like that.
4: (laughs) Yes.
0: Or or at least that is the the take that all uh, channels have on it. (laughs) Have had on it after any disaster. Uh, Not that this was aired on TV, though, either. But anyway, whatever. Uh, Yeah, so it happened. The explosion happened. Everything's fucked. This house is enormous, um, so it did not fall when this cane exploded, which it seemed to have been a big-ass fucking explosion uh, to have been completely out of the room with a 10-story tall clock in it and still break the glass on that clock uh, oh yeah, the yes. whole room is just
1: messed up. We got mm-hmm. statues broken, the walls are all, mm-hmm. and yet the people seem mostly okay. And you see
0: them. So well, that's probably slowly because the pain was out of the room, right? So it's like that servant definitely died. I don't know if we see yeah. the room where the explosion actually yeah. happened.
3: Well, there's definitely bodies but... on the
4: floor.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, but the servant ran out of the room with that cane like he was in the Olympics with the torch. He was like going <laughs> yeah. for it. He's like the the upper nobleman is very angry about this item. Let's get it out of here.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So we see Kirikyai at the entrance. He's uh, he runs in and he yells reinhardt Sama like fifty times. It's great. It's just it's like a broken record um and he just sounds very upset about this understandably so i suppose uh he kind of goes into a whole bunch of rooms and uh we pause and see the dead bodies in the various rooms he goes on to the next room more dead bodies and he's just yelling "Reinhard sama Reinhard sama Reinhard sama Reinhard sama over and over again um and then we get in the final room he kind of yells it one more time, and you hear, uh, he or actually first, I guess, he sees a body on the ground, and he's like, Oh no, is that Reinhardt-sama? And it's not, because he's got brown hair. It's not blonde hair. Uh, probably hard to see in the room in his defense, but yeah. So we get one more. He's he's like, Oh no, it wasn't him. So he starts yelling loud again, and we get a whispered, Kiriki Ice." uh and Reinhard's finally heard him he's still alive Kkash runs over to him and he's like Reinhardt, oh gosh um Reinhard's like I can't really hear and instead of trying to help with that Kkash just gives him a cloth cuz he's like your face is dirty I can't look at this I cannot I cannot you know what our relationship is Reinhard you need to clean yourself the fuck up before you keep talking to me all right uh, very. Yeah. You're a noble man. You better look the part.
1: Yeah, you better look the part.
2: I'm into you because of your pretty, pretty face, so you right. better make it
3: visible. Well, I mean, what's he gonna do yes. about the hearing, though? I mean, it makes sense. You gotta address yeah. the problem you can.
4: Yeah.
0: True. True. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I thought that was was quite amusing. And here, guys, or Reinhardt's like, "I knew you would come if I waited here," which is an interesting take, I guess. Um, yeah, I guess that that's a better translation than the one I got. Uh, I knew you, I knew you'd come looking for me if I just kept still. Um, but I mean, he's not wounded at all, right? Mm-hmm. Like, just his hearing, he could have fucking walked out of there, right? <laughs> Uh, but uh, you know maybe there's like 400 instances and then they would have lost each other blah 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 it's it's sound logic I'm not trying to hate too hard on that um, it's I, I like the constant roar of flames going on in the background or background track here basically they're also kind of whispering uh, during this um, uh, Reinhardt sees a an unbroken bottle of champagne and he's like well might as well drink it up <laughs> it's like okay all, all right whatever you say Reinhard
2: they've officially made up over yeah. Oberstein
0: yes or, or this was uh, made before the Oberstein episode and they hadn't <laughs> one of those right I was unsure because there's really like no tension at all in this episode it very it seems a, like kind of you know pre-overstein drama but you know whatever uh yes they've made up is i think the better the better read
2: this is a filler episode isn't it
0: Mm -hmm. It i think it is i think it is
2: i just realized there's no connection to anything else nope right so
0: well news. the 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 son-in-law
3: i think he's probably going to be an important character right
0: I, I, probably, but also like, what did this really tell us about him other than like one, we got like one sentence of useful information out of this episode, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I can definitely see the take that it's a filler episode. Yeah, I, I,
2: I don't, I don't him, hate it.
3: What it told us oh, yeah. about him is that he was more devastated by the ruined artwork than he was by <laughs> yes. the casualties of his party.
0: Yeah.
4: True. True.
0: I feel like that applies to like all the nobles in this entire. <laughs> though they kind of all suck. But yeah, the uh, kind of the next thing that happens is we see Brian Schwag and and uh, Baron. Oh fuck! I forgot his name already. Uh... Fluffle. No.
2: Fluffle.
3: Fluffle.
2: Fluffle?
0: Fla- Flagle. Yeah,
3: Flaily. I was going to call him Fluffle just because Lugle. it sounds so similar to to an instrument I used to play.
0: It's flagel. It's flagel.
2: Flagel okay. rhymes with bagel. Yeah, but
0: that's also touching like when at my
3: local <laughs> bagel shop. I might try that.
0: Yeah. He's as plain as a bagel, you know? Don't that's...
3: You, whoa! stop it. Bagels are fantastic.
2: And <laughs> His is hair yeah. is shaped like yeah. a bagel.
0: True. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, bagels are great. I'm not a New Yorker, so I'm not as obsessed as <laughs> y'all. But <laughs> sure. um, anyway, so we see... We see Flagel trying to hold back Bronzweig from jumping into the flames to save the two story painting, um, which I, I don't even know how he would manage that. That painting's got to weigh 400 pounds or something, just the frame alone <laughs> to hold something that big like mm-hmm. Jesus. Uh, but anyway, so uh, we're watching that. We see the flames like eat into the edge of the painting and climb up it. And uh, Baroness Westfall walks up and she's like, oh, this is, this is a, what is the quote? It's a weird quote.
2: At least this scene is artistically useful. Oh, a slip (laughs) of the tongue. Ha, 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 ha. Which I did not understand. So I'm interested in your translation.
0: I don't know if I particularly wrote it down. I should have because it was around the same vibe, though. Um. It, it's, I guess she's saying like it's a metaphor for the decline of Brian Braunschweig or something. Brian Schwab? Maybe. She- I've, how have I forgotten how to say his name? <laughs> anyway, uh, him.
2: I think you're right. Maybe she means at least it's funny watching him do this, and watching this is just like a moment in time is entertaining and pleasant. Because it's funny he's trying to beat out these flames with his bare hands,
0: yeah right yeah th- that was that was my take on it of mm-hmm. like it's it is it's great to see these people struggling against the flames to try and rescue the priceless piece of art or whatever
2: yeah the baroness is a mean girl she's like the earlier when the Kaiser couldn't come, she was like, oh how embarrassing for him." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, <laughs> But I mean, he's
3: kind of a dick,
2: so is it... No, it's fine. It's fine. I I applaud Yeah, no,
3: I mean, like, she seems, you know, all about... She's pretty cool. She was all about that Kierkegaard in episode (laughs) 1, all about him in episode 9.
2: You know. She's good. I mean, he's
0: a hero of the fucking Empire now. Yeah. His red hair shines like a star. Um, I just noticed
3: something, and it's like The same exact line, almost, from the two episodes. Oh, yeah. I posted it in Discord. Oh, dear, what a waste. Artistic value, artistically useful. Yeah. I don't know what the meaning is, but... (laughs) Despite
2: who is drawn, it has artistic value. Ah, That's true. That's very true.
0: I, I feel like the there's some slight differences at least in what they're talking about. If my read is correct on West falls, it could be that she's talking about that painting only. I, but
3: I would have to disagree with you just cause it's, it's, it really does seem like she's like, Oh yeah, well, this is a good moment to see if you could frame the moment, that'd be great that picture ain't shit. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That, that was my take on it. But I'm saying I think that's different than what Yang is oh, saying. Yeah, in the other episode. Oh, yeah, completely. Mm. Oh, yeah. Although uh, I agree that there are still the parallels with artistic value. That's probably meant to be drawn. But that's kind of maybe the point, right? It's like they can laugh at the decline of the nobility and or failures of individual nobles when they're all nobles, and that just means that some of them will get raised up further, whereas on the Free Plants Alliance side, it's like, man, if this shitty dude gets elected, then we're all fucked for a while, right? Which feels very familiar.
2: Um, Where's the fire extinguishers also? Listen, it's their
3: nobility,
0: okay? They don't, they don't, you don't
3: have to worry about that. They don't catch fire. You have servants with buckets. Exactly.
4: Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, on top of that, can like, you
3: imagine the... the uh, unsightliness of an extinguisher. Like, can you imagine how much <laughs> a fire extinguisher weighs in this? I mean, you've seen the cars. Oh
2: my god. You're right, you're right. It would be like that giant laptop, like the organ yeah. silver with
3: like spires
2: yes. on it. Probably weighs 500. Pounds. Yeah, like
3: it would take five servants just to grab one small one the size of a, you know, like one of these. It would have to be like, like it's just not, not, not worth it.
0: Mm-hmm. It's not feasible, you know. Totally. Um, But yeah, so... After we look at this scene with... uh, The big-ass painting going up in flames... We get a... uh, A officer coming up and saying like... Please give me your name and rank. Which... You know, it's pretty obvious just by looking at Reinhard... At his rank. It's the marshal outfit. All the marshals wear it all the time. Uh, But anyway... Just getting asked the rank seems to like offend Reinhard here. It's a very like sharp turn, and he's like, "I'm fucking Reinhard. Who do you think I am?" And he's like, "Oh, uh, hey, salute. Uh, how how's it going, bud? We're just we're just checking, uh, checking what's up. Uh, we found out this guy is Commodore Street, S T R E I T, uh, Straight, Straight, Straight. Okay, Straight. Um." Reinhardt asks if they found out who did this, and Kierke Ice is like, or, Strite says, oh no, we don't know yet, and Kierke Ice is like, I think I've got an idea of who it is, dot 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 dot. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm pretty quick reuniting here, you know, uh, glad that no one was, no one important, I guess, was hurt. <laughs> <laughs> All these poor people that none of the nobles care about, aka anyone else uh, so then we kind of go back to Klopstock's house here for a second this is this is the only other painting that's not of uh of Rudolf uh, and it is apparently of Klopstock's son who died in uh, the, second, the war uh, i
1: believe
0: yeah
3: Erchelon, yeah like uh, whatever
0: battle i don't the know what to them the second battle of Isserlon yeah. i think is what it was yeah. Um,
2: How many battles have there been? Like, which battle six? did we see?
0: This was so four. We saw number four, th- I think.
3: No, because the fifth one no. was the one from the first few episodes that ended terribly with a billion people dying. Uh, and technically, I mean, was that? I mean, was the takeover even a full-on battle?
0: I don't think either of the ones we've seen. Were called Battle of Isolone, I believe it was. Yeah. Well, it was the Battle years of though. the gas, yeah. the gas plant giant uh, planet, whichever that one was called.
2: Well, it was a battle though, because they used their like Death Star beam, right? The not the one, not the Trojan horse where they like snuck in, but in the movie slash first couple episodes, don't they? Use I thought the... they
0: didn't use the Death Star <laughs> beam
1: in the first. No, couple. I don't think so. Oh,
2: I thought they like. Maybe they. That do. one
3: was one were like, "It's the fifth Battle of Kiyamats," and our boys were like, "Man, yeah, I.D. tag soldiers with I.D. tag guns." Yeah. <laughs> They've even already assigned a name to the to the battles. Uh
0: huh. Yes. Uh, war never ends. <laughs> uh, whatever it is. Um, but. Yeah, I think that was... I think you're right. That was the fourth Battle of Tiamat. And then the Battle of Day was the one in the first two episodes. Okay. And then... So the movie was the fourth Battle of Tiamat. The first two episodes were the Battle of Astarde. Um, And then the six and seven, I think, were the two, are were the Trojan horse uh, ones. And this was 30 years ago when... Uh, Klopstock's son died. Um, but anyway, he's, uh... Johan, do you laugh at your father's foolishness? If only you were alive. Uh, dot, dot, dot. Uh, the, uh, the retainer comes in and he's like, Uh, mm, uh, sorry to tell you, bud, but, uh, (laughs) the Kaiser didn't go and Bronzwag didn't die. So that's great right and Klopstock kind of like goes into his shitty life for the last 30 years refused marriage exiled from society Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's all Braun fault and then he tells the retainer to leave because he's obviously about to kill himself Uh, I like the retainer's face here we kind of get like a good little like oh fuck oh oh fuck oh poor Klopstock and then he's like okay bye and walks out uh so then we get uh, we kind of jump back to tea with anna rose <laughs> for some reason uh it's like a nice minute long scene of reinhardt and kiki ice just drinking tea with anna rose and and they're like yeah you know we came to ask if we could go fuck up uh Klopstock. Uh, but somebody else already went for it. It was it was uh, and they're like, "Well, why, why did you want to go arrest Klopstock?" And <laughs> Reinhardt's <laughs> fucking reasoning here is like, "Well, the potential that you could have been at this party and been blown up in a rose makes me angry to my very core, and I'm just uh-huh. so mad about this." Was that your note about?
1: Yeah, that sounds like a fake reason. Like, I don't know. Maybe I was overthinking the using Klopstock as resistance against the Kaiser. Some relation between the two, but as motivation. But just being like, oh, you could have possibly been blown up in some alternate universe where the Kaiser made it to the party. <laughs>
2: Reinhardt would be pretty happy or maybe not happy but pretty indifferent Mm -hmm. if a bunch of nobles died I think maybe with the exception of that horny baroness
0: he still probably wouldn't care actually he'd
3: be like oh that one is sad it is sad
0: that she died
2: regrettable
0: yeah regrettable (laughs) oh well it's a good one uh
2: Oberstein (laughs) come come Who who will like bitch with me about how annoying this party is in the future? Well, I'll find somebody.
0: If only there was someone who hated parties and then he just stares at Kirky eyes like why'd you make me go to this fucking party? (laughs) Yeah, he can
1: take Oberstein
0: next time. It doesn't look like he
4: can yeah. enjoy
1: a party. <laughs> yes. Polly? Everyone dude, everyone loves Polly at parties. Does the trick with his eye.
4: I do not love Polly
2: uh, now I'm picturing Overstein on like Jersey Shore.
4: <laughs> <laughs> out.
2: Yeah, get a tan. Yes. Across the tips or something
3: hey buddy who's ready to overthrow the
2: empire
0: <laughs> it's all of them yeah. Um, but the best part but, of this scene is the fade out is yes it- well right before that I think I gotta hit on Anna Rose's response to Reinhard's insane fucking <laughs> reasoning here is like you know i fucking wasn't there right like what is wrong with you like you should know that that is good enough like i wasn't there it's fine dude
2: but then i think kevin had a note and i think the reason maybe he cared so much is because of um his buddy Kierkeis and his hots for his sister. So maybe it was all Kierkeis's idea to get this revenge.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: He does just stare her down yeah, weirdly yeah. at the end here, which is what you were gonna say there, Kevin. Just
1: so those lust-filled eyes that the scene fades out on. Just mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> maybe he's just throwing his buddy a bone. You know, he's just like, well, I don't care. I know this is reality, but my friend here, you know he was pretty upset. <laughs> right. Just
4: Definitely imagine, possible. like, he's just
2: willing to do murder for Kirki Ice, just casually. Well,
3: I mean, if you think about it, yeah, that's kind of the whole point of, you know, pretty much every high-up person is. It's like, yeah. Except for, yeah, everyone except for Amy is like, yeah, whatever, we'll just kill a couple million. No big.
4: Yeah. <laughs> let's go. Let's go do
3: some genocide. Yes. You want some genocide? I'll
0: do some genocide. Come on, let's go. <laughs> yeah why not you. why not it'll be fun um but yeah so we're almost at the end of this one here uh klopstock's house uh, is where we fade in and it's already on fire there's like a platoon of soldiers ready to shoot them and Braunschweig and ansbach and baron flagel show up And uh, Brontrock's like, what the fuck? Why haven't you started shooting this place up yet? (laughs) And this guy who is only named in the other sub... Captain Anton Ferner. Anton Ferner. Captain Anton Ferner is here, and he's like, well, there's a statue in front of the house. How could we possibly (laughs) shoot the house and not shoot the statue? That would definitely be impossible. I don't think you understand how our guns work, <laughs> they would definitely destroy this statue. And Bronze Frag is like, what the fuck <laughs> is wrong with you? And I don't know if he is saying that from the standpoint of, of course you shouldn't shoot the statue, or if he's saying it from the standpoint of, "Why? of course you should have shot the statue. It's, it's left ambiguous in my head here, considering how much he cared about that painting. Mm-hmm.
2: The art but then also like propaganda within cultures like this, like what if it was a statue of like Mao or something? They probably Mm -hmm. wouldn't have shot it. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why do they even need to shoot into a burning building? (laughs) It's like all
4: right.
2: He killed himself,
4: right? Like we all know what this (laughs) is.
2: (laughs) The house was already on fire. Yeah. So why do you need to shoot at the exterior of a like brick house? Yeah. It doesn't make doesn't sense.
4: Make
0: sense. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah, so then we get uh, the shot of Klopstock dead with a gun next to his hand, the house falling around him on fire. Um, the narrator then pops in and he's like, The history of the Empire was one of instable, or insatiable political struggle." uh the the fifth symphony is playing here too which uh like it's it's not the most memorable part of the fifth symphony but it has that same motif Mm -hmm. in it uh it's the dark part of the fifth symphony uh it is uh it fits the the i guess noble failure of this moment Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, And the narrator again says, of the imperial secession, five were assassinated. Of those who died struggling for the throne or were assassinated, the number is not accurately known. Um, That was my translation, at least, which doesn't sound very good. But it's basically saying that the uh, people trying to become the Kaiser have been assassinated. Kaisers have been assassinated. And people struggling for the throne is an unknown number of deaths, Um, which this is presumably included as one of those is why it's being brought up and uh, the nobility sucks and fights each other all the time forever. Um, And then the, the lessons that I got there was this is all included in the history of the golden bomb dynasty and is not generally known. (laughs) So presumably, you know, propaganda hiding the severe number of noble uh politicking and assassinationing and etc which again gives credence to my theory that the younger brother got murdered it was not a space accident it was it was murder so anyway (laughs) that was the first episode here our empire half of of the pod um so, yeah, any any notes on this episode that we didn't touch on that we want to hit?
3: Why did he set his mansion on fire? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> is it to keep the art from being acquired by other people? Or?
2: Ooh, yeah, I like I guess. It. Yeah. I think it's his legacy. I think his legacy is over in his eyes. Mm. So,
1: Like you said, his, I
2: died 30 years
3: mansion. ago. Let's just fucking burn it down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: It has to do about, like, honor maybe, in a weird roundabout way? I don't know.
3: Maybe he just doesn't know how guns work, and, uh, <laughs> and like, <laughs> like, I don't think, like, he died of smoke this... inhalation. There was no bullet hole or blood. He was just yeah. holding the gun. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, so it looks like they, these always look like they shoot lasers instead of, like, regular bullets, right? Like, from what I heard. True. Maybe the laser went through him and you know, hit Caught a, one of those lavish Set a
2: fire. curtains yes. on fire. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Which, I'm not going to lie, that seems to me like it may be likely because Klopsock does not look like someone that knows how to use a gun.
0: True. 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 Although maybe they probably all got gun training in Noble School.
3: Yeah, but listen, gun
0: training... Knowing how to use your sidearm is a requirement for a Noble. Gun training when you're like 20
3: and now that you're 65... <laughs>
0: right you
3: know
0: they probably would make the same type of gun like yeah i'm just like like that's my you know you used to have to like stuff the laser inside of the of the muzzle yeah and then you would shoot it and now it's just it's like the laser's in there already like fuck (laughs)
3: oh molly you are right this is a pure filler episode it's not it, from the hey novels no, it's, it's from the guided novels i'm not sure what that's okay are, but...
2: i'm not sad that it's filler i think we should note that it's our first filler episode mm. and celebrate it is not actually yeah no what was the first the one?
0: flashback episode episode
3: was filler, right? seven i believe was the first filler episode
2: there's a, Is that the flashback episode? I think
3: that was a flashback episode, but that's the first full-on anime-only episode. Because okay.
2: I guess I didn't consider that filler because it gave new information and backstory, but maybe it wasn't new. New, you know what I mean? We already kind of knew the motivations. It was just an expansion of that. Okay.
0: So seven was no, I'm sorry captured. Uh, it was eight was cold cybernetic. I guys. think that
3: actually might have been it. To be honest with you.
4: See, that one was ass. fucking
0: great. I'm yeah. I'm sad to hear that was anime only. Although I guess we're only watching the anime here, so that's, you know. And, and I'm not saying filler has to be bad either. Like, yeah. all of Sailor Moon is filler, and I love yeah. Sailor Moon. It's yeah. significantly better than the manga. Uh, in my mind. But... <laughs>
2: I would have to reread it before I make a statement one way or another. It's so much shorter.
0: It's like yeah. it's like ten chapters as the first season, mm-hmm. yeah. which is fifty-two <laughs> episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I do I do enjoy the the older anime versus the newer Crystal, which is supposed to be more direct to the plot of the manga. So yeah, I
3: really should wa- I really should watch Crystal at some point
0: to make you my. Should. You should watch the old one with the new dub because is it's it on Crunchy? Okay. have you all it's watched on Hulu it? it's on Hulu I, think. Mm-hmm.
1: I watched the first few seasons of Sailor Moon when it was on Toonami same
2: yeah yeah I watched, like, go the bleach first your roots nega creep yeah <laughs>
1: but I couldn't I've... I don't know I was kind of bored by it uh.
0: I watched all of season one <laughs> with the new dub which I loved um
2: they had and the... I
0: saw random episodes as a kid
2: yeah did you watch the do you remember they had the watch party it was a Sailor Moon sleepover yes. event mm-hmm. and they fucked it up They didn't have it ready to go for everybody, so we were all there in our pajamas, just waiting for the episode to start. And they're like, there's a technical error, guys. Millions (laughs) of Sailor Moon viewers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but the the dub was, the new dub's pretty good. I do think the voices are good, but they lack a little bit of personality and individuality. But I think overall it's a good new dub.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. I like it better. But, you know, it's, I didn't I mean, grow it's, up um, as much with it. Yeah. So.
2: No, I mean, it's objectively a better dub because the edits aren't there.
0: But right. <laughs> what?
3: You mean they're they not didn't...
0: having jelly
3: donuts? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 they don't cut out entire episodes? Or... You, mean yeah. that,
3: <laughs> you mean that, you mean that, uh, not Uranus and Neptune.
0: Wait, yeah, it is. <laughs> Uranus and Neptune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not just cousins? They are not cousins. Yeah. They're, not cousins. Yeah. they're not
2: cousins. And then those the two. One. Those two guys that were under barrel, like... Soysite uh, and Malosite, I think? What? Yeah, Soysite.
0: Mm-hmm. Man, I remember way too so. much Sailor Moon for how much I didn't actually watch yeah, it. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Jeez. I don't remember those fucking names. My first introduction
3: I, to Sailor Moon, I was probably in seventh grade, and there was this guy who was like a year older than me, and he messaged me on AIM and wanted to roleplay...
4: I was like, "What is she happening yes, right? Right
3: now? What are you talking about?" He's like, "You be That's... Sailor Venus, I'll be Sailor." Clutter. I was like,
2: "I
4: don't know,
2: yeah. bro." Yeah, we've all been there.
4: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> wow. I mean,
2: as an un- as like an underage anime fan approached from an inappropriately older anime fan who wants to role play over
4: aim. No, just me. Yeah, okay. no, I think you it. Right, okay. <laughs> all right.
0: <laughs> oh.
4: uh, kind
0: of, yeah Yeah, anyway uh, Sailor Moon, uh, much like this show Is uh, good <laughs> <laughs> Very good yeah. <laughs> um, So, if there's nothing else here We should probably take a quick break And mm-hmm. I'll go get sure. a beer too. Yeah. Same you. Yep Yep, and, hey. yep. Yeah.